This is Boston Scott, and you're listening to the Birds Banter Podcast. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power. What is going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Birds Banter Podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Matt Loopy. You can find us on every single podcast platform, wherever you're listening to now, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, wherever you like to enjoy your podcasts. And you can find the Birds Banter Podcast on social media, Birds Banter PHL on Instagram and Birds Banter on Twitter. So today we're going to be talking about the quarterback position, as you can see from the title of this podcast. Um, really an interesting topic. And it's really coming to light more after this, the trade down that the Eagles are going to take in the 2021 draft. We're going to talk all about that. We're going to talk about Jalen Hurts, Joe Flacco, and looking ahead to next year's quarterback class. Um, a lot of good content because a lot of people are unsure if Jalen Hurts can be the guy. A lot of people are confident in Jalen Hurts. That's okay. He's only played four games. Let's get into it. All right. So first things first, I want to talk about the Eagles trading down in this year's draft. They did it pretty early, about a month in advance from the draft. They ended up trading the 6th overall pick to go back down to the 12th overall pick. Um, They moved up about 30 slots later in the draft. They went from a 5th round pick to a 4th round pick with the Dolphins. And then on top of all that, they got a 2022 first round pick, which will be the Dolphins selection. So the Eagles are getting good value from from, uh, trading back 6 picks, but it does come at a very, very big expense. And I understand why fans are upset. I was a little bit taken back when this happened because right now, um, I mean, after the San Francisco and Miami trade, which happened about an hour before the Eagles traded, uh, maybe even less, the 49ers went up to the third overall pick, and they gave up a lot. They gave up two uh, future first-round picks and a first-round pick this year, obviously, and no team ever does that to draft someone other than a quarterback. So everybody knew when San Francisco moved up, they were going to be taking a quarterback, Earlier earlier that day, we found out that the Jets were absolutely going to take Zach Wilson, BYU quarterback at number two. Unless something crazy happened, he was going to be the selection. So now you can see that top three picks were going to be quarterbacks. It was going to go Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and then either Justin Fields or Trey Lance at number three going to San Francisco. So besides that, the Eagles were in very, very good shape. At number four, the Falcons... I would still predict them that they're going to take Kyle Pitts, but they are definitely in the market to draft a quarterback. If they believe that whoever falls, whether it's Trey Lance or um, Justin Fields, if they think that he's going to be their future uh, franchise quarterback for the years to come and can be the predecessor of Matt Ryan when he ends up retiring in a year or two, then yeah, they're going to take him. So there's a possibility that the first four picks were going to be quarterbacks. If not, Kyle Pitts was off the board. Okay. Pick number five, it was either going to be Penny Sewell um, or Jamar Chase, the offensive tackle from Oregon or the wide receiver from LSU, going to the Bengals. Um, Bengals need a lot of offensive line help, but they also have a very young quarterback in Joe Burrow who needs some more weapons and had a great, great connection to Chase um, just two years ago at LSU when they won the national championship. So I could see it going either way. So yes, Pitts and Chase could have been off the board, 
but it also could have been Trey Lance and Penny Sewell. And the Eagles would have had their pick between Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase at number six. All in all, I think one of these players would have felt to them, either Pitts or Chase, and the Eagles would have been in very, very good shape. However, they do decide to trade back. And initially, my, my reaction was, why would they do this? I was kind of frustrated because we see that the first three picks are going to be quarterbacks. Now we're going to have an elite offensive talent, a weapon for Jalen Hurts to develop with, and then they trade back. And there's a big difference this year between picking at 6 and 12. I understand at 12, there's going to be more possibility. I'm going to get to that in a second here. But at number six, the picks were really going to be just Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts. Assuming one of them fell, that's who the Eagles are walking away with. Now go back to 12. There's some more options. Really at six, it was basically just offense for the Eagles. Now it opens the door for offense or defense. So offensively, I think the Eagles would be targeting um, either Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle. I think one of them will be there. Hopefully it's Jalen Waddle. I do like him quite a bit more than Devontae Smith. Um, offensively, other than that, if the three wide receivers are off the board, Rashad Bateman's the next man up, and I think he's definitely worthy of a top 12 pick. Um, might be seen as a stretch for some, but I think he's going to be a great receiver. So somebody that the Eagles could really target, and he could definitely play that X position that they, they really need this year. Other than that, um, offensively, not too much there. Maybe Rashad Slater if they want to go off into tackle, but he can also play offensive guard um, on either side. So definitely a great value pick for the future if they want to target offensive line at number 12. Defensively is when the door really opens up. So previously, I thought that Caleb Farley was the best cornerback in this draft. I do think so still. However, he did have a pretty, pretty serious back surgery um, I believe he had it already maybe he's undergoing it pretty soon but before the back surgery he ran a blazing 40-yard dash I believe it was a 428 and um, showed that he is the fastest corner in this draft class and the back injury is really going to set him back so I don't think he's going to be uh, within the Eagles firing range there at number 12 I think he's going to fall later than that however if they want to go get the best corner in the draft and take a bet on a recovering player then Caleb Farley could be the pick. Other cornerbacks that could be an opportunity there at number 12. Patrick Sertain, um, the, the cornerback from Alabama, very good. Um, I see him as number two in this draft class. And then J.C. Horn, the cornerback from South Carolina, who's making a lot of noise right now based on his very, very good pro day. So cornerbacks are definitely, definitely a very good option for the Eagles. Also opens the door if he falls to Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State, who I like quite a bit. Don't know if he's the best fit for the Eagles, However, I think he would be a solid option to finally address a linebacker position that they've neglected for years and years. Um, I think the last time they drafted a linebacker high was Michael Kendricks back in, uh, I don't even know what that was, 2012, 2013, 14, somewhere back there. It's been a long time. And um, if I were to pick right now, I think the Eagles are going to walk away with either Jalen Waddle or J.C. Horn, but we'll see what happens. So although those names are very good players, they could end up being better than Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts, but right now, it is a pretty significant drop-off in skill level. They are not the same players as Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase are. So why would the Eagles do it? That might be a question you're still asking yourself, and that's okay. Definitely understand, but I'm going to try to break it down and incorporate this into the quarterback situation for the Eagles. So right now, the Eagles traded back because they are a rebuilding team. There's no question about it. They won only four games last year, and I don't see them winning more than seven this year. They're not going to be making the playoffs, um, no matter how bad the NFC East is going to be. 
Dak Prescott's back with the Cowboys. They should be doing a lot better than they did last year. Um, the Giants made some significant moves in free agency. As long as Daniel Jones is a little bit above average, they're going to be a pretty good football team. The Eagles are falling behind in the NFC East, and that's okay. They're going to be set up better for the future uh, because they are accumulating a lot of draft capital and have a lot of cap space for next year. So the reason they made this trade was because now in 2022, they have the opportunity to have three first-round picks, one being their own, two from the Miami Dolphins, and then the third one is that conditional pick from the Colts. So if Carson Wentz plays more than 75% of snaps, they get it, or 70% of snaps and they make the playoffs. The Colts would send a first-round pick to the Eagles. If he does not re- meet those requirements, then it's a f- second-round pick for the Eagles, uh, which is still pretty good, but a lot of draft capital for the first two days for the Eagles next year, and that's exactly what you need as a rebuilding team. So now I know we're about 10 minutes into, the, into this podcast and haven't really mentioned too much about quarterbacks, but trust me, it all ties in together, so I'm going to break it down because there's a lot to cover with how this plays into the quarterback position for the Eagles. So right now, the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts in the 2020 draft at the second over or second round pick. I'm sorry, not second overall. Second round pick, they select Jalen Hurts. Really shocked the entire league, the entire uh, NFL fan base, taking a quarterback in the second round, especially someone of Jalen Hurts' pedigree and talent. However, it worked out kind of okay for the Eagles. Um, it was kind of a blizzard, tornado, um, whatever you want to call it, back in 2020. Carson Wentz did not play well. Jalen Hurts had to step in. And Eagles still only won four games. Jalen Hurts accounting for one of those wins. However, it kind of got them out of a sticky situation that they probably didn't want to be in or uh, risk facing in a couple of years. Carson Wentz was clearly not cut out to be the franchise quarterback with the Eagles. Um, He struggled both on the field and mentally when quarterbacks were behind him, specifically Nick Foles and Jalen Hurts. So the fact that Carson Wentz was not up to speed and ready to be the franchise quarterback for the Eagles he regressed, and the Eagles end up trading him to the Colts. Um, very happy for him. It's a good situation for him. But I'm ready to move on. Jalen Hurts is the guy. So right now, I, I trust Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be the quarterback of the future. Um, that's my opinion. If you don't believe so, that's completely okay. We've had a very, very small sample size of Jalen Hurts, and he was not the most highly touted rookie coming out of the draft class um, in that year, like Joe Burrow um, or Tua or different quarterbacks that were selected ahead of him. So I definitely understand it if you're not sold on him. That's okay. The Eagles do not need to be sold on him. And there was a report that the Eagles are not sold on him, which I agree with. It would be crazy to be sold on him. There is no consensus in the locker room as if Jalen Hurts is going to be the future uh, quarterback for the Eagles. And that's okay. Um, You might find that a little bit alarming, but I'm going to explain why that's okay. Right now, the Eagles have an entirely new coaching staff. Very, very few have been retained from last year. Howie Roseman is still there. The coaching staff is all different. Nick Sirianni came in, brought in an entirely new staff. So they're not the ones that went in and picked Jalen Hurts. They're not the ones that coached him last year. They're coming in um, really just watching his film, talking to him a little bit in the facilities, but really not working with him on the field yet. So... Is it fair to not have a high-level opinion on him yet? Yes, it's absolutely fair. So right now, the Eagles need to make sure that Jalen Hurts is the franchise quarterback for the Eagles. Right after their trade to go back down to 12, there was a report from Ian Rappaport that came out that the Eagles were looking to trade up to number three to try to jump 
uh, the Dolphins and the 49ers and get up there and take Zach Wilson at three overall. That's the quarterback that they had their eyes on, uh, you know, especially because Trevor Lawrence was going to be the um, the first overall pick to the Jaguars. So when it was reported, they made some calls that the Jets were sold on Zach Wilson. They were not going to budge. Then the Eagles decided to trade back. They couldn't get the quarterback that they wanted. And honestly, in my opinion, it's okay that they wanted Zach Wilson. And after this trade, after the report came out, I had a lot of different fans and friends and people on Twitter that came to me asking for my opinion and um, being very aggravated with Howie Roseman and the Eagles for even wanting to trade up and select a quarterback. So my response was this. It's inevitable that the Eagles are going to be rebuilding for the next two or three years. Like I said, they're not going to be competing for the playoffs this season. Um, Next season, kind of up in the air. 2023 is probably the year that they're going to be finally back in contention. So if you're entering this rebuild, it's probably going to be a pretty short one. Two years is not that bad. But if you're entering a rebuild with younger players, a new coaching staff, and a very young quarterback, why would you want to risk going a few years down and saying, you know what, Jalen Hurts, we can't win with him. He's not the guy for the job. We need to get rid of him now. Because if you make that decision in 2024, 2023, at the end of his rookie contract, it's too late. Now you have to do a completely new rebuild. You know, maybe the fan base completely turned on the coaching staff. Maybe the the owners don't like uh, Nick Sirianni anymore because they don't think they developed Jalen Hurts correctly. Or maybe... Um, some players have been cut and released or traded because Jalen Hurts was not up to speed. And you're just ruining this entire team because you did not evaluate the quarterback position properly. Like I said, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I think he's a great player. However, you don't want to get into a situation where a few years down the road, you realize you made a mistake. And now you need to go back and draft a quarterback. The Eagles, fingers crossed, will not be picking at number six overall for many, many years to come. This was their best chance to go up and grab a quarterback that they wanted. If they saw Zach Wilson as somebody that they uh, envisioned being a franchise quarterback and could win Super Bowls with, absolutely take him and get rid of Jalen Hurts. I'd rather have someone that you're confident in than a question mark just because we saw one or two good games out of Jalen Hurts. That is where I stand on it, and that's okay Um, But the Eagles wanted to do that because right now the quarterback is the most important position on the football team, on the football field. And if you don't have that uh, sorted out, especially before a rebuild, you know, it's going to be a long couple of years and you're going to have to make many, many mistakes uh, before you finally figure out and iron out those details to make a good, good football team. However, it doesn't really look like this is something we have to deal with in 2021. The Eagles trade back to number 12 overall. And doesn't really look like the Eagles are going to be selecting a quarterback there. Maybe Mac Jones would be on the board, but I don't think the Eagles really would really be interested in Mac Jones whatsoever. Um, so the Eagles fans can take a sigh of relief for right now. And I say for right now for two reasons. Right now, they have about projected, hopefully, three first-round picks next year. So this year is going to be a trial run with Jalen Hurts. He is definitely going to be the starting quarterback. We all know that now. And if 2021 doesn't work out for whatever reason, whether he gets hurt, plays poorly, or something in between, the Eagles have the ammunition to go for it next year. So next year comes around. If Jalen Hurts is not the guy, they can trade him, get rid of him, get rid of his contract, and then they have three first-round picks 
If those are too late in the draft, they can trade up and go get something that they want. Or another interesting little tidbit here. It is reported, um, you know, Deshaun Watson, we don't even know what's going on there. He's been in a lot of legal trouble. Um, don't even know if he wants to be in Houston anymore. He keeps expressing that he wants out and his agent wants out. The Texans want to keep him. More legal trouble. So I don't even know if I want Deshaun Watson anymore. I don't think anybody really does. Um, but he's on the market. Russell Wilson might be on the market. So you have two elite quarterbacks on the market right now that the Eagles could be interested in. Keep in mind, years ago, Russell Wilson was the man for the Eagles. They wanted to take him so badly that he was selected just a few uh, picks before the Eagles, and the Eagles end up with Nick Foles. Turned out okay for both teams. Um, but with two great quarterbacks on the market like that, the Eagles now have the assets to make a move for those quarterbacks if they really want to. But I don't think anything crazy like that is going to happen until Jalen Hurts has more games under his belt and they see what they want out of him. The coaching staff gets to coach him up all summer and they get to coach him during the season, let him play a full 17 games now, not 16 games, but play a full 17 games rather than the four and a half that he got in 2020. So I'm excited to see Jalen Hurts' development. However, right now with his rebuilding process, 2022 is a big deciding year for the Eagles. Is it going to be Jalen Hurts? That is going to be the franchise court or not the franchise quarterback. That's too early to say, but the future quarterback one for the Eagles, or is it going to be a 2022 draft pick, or maybe you target Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. Now I put up a poll on um, birds banter, Instagram birds banter, PHL, make sure you're following if you're not doing so already. And I asked my followers, what do you guys want or who do you want as the Eagles quarterback one going forward? The options were Jalen Hurts, a 2021 rookie, Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, or a 2022 rookie. And a overwhelming response of about 80% said Jalen Hurts. So across the fan base, the Eagles have a really, really good, um, the Eagles fan base have a, has a very good opinion on Jalen Hurts. They want him to be the guy really bad. And generally, I would agree with that statement. I think after the win against the Saints and then a very, very gutsy performance against the Cardinals, Jalen Hurts just completely, his stock was up with the Eagles, 100%. And we knew that that was the end of the Carson Wentz era in Philly, definitely. And then things kind of cooled off. The next two games against Dallas, against Washington, Jalen Hurts did not look like himself. The one that we saw the previous two weeks, um, even back in Green Bay, he threw a touchdown pass and looked really good, really sharp out there on the field, uh, decisive, can escape the pocket, everything that you envisioned Jalen Hurts to be in college, he translated that plus more to the NFL so far in those two and a half games. Then he takes a step back against Dallas and Washington, um, two really poor defense, or Dallas was a poor defense, Washington was a good defense, but a poor team end up winning the division crazy how that happens but he takes a step back and now I understand why the Eagles staff is not really sold on him because right now you see the traits that you want to be a great quarterback and then all of a sudden it's like where are these incompletions coming from where are these fumbles coming from what what kind of quarterback am I watching right now am I going to get the competitor that I saw against the Cardinals or am I going to get somebody against Dallas, who's completing like 50% of his throws. Big difference. 
there was a big difference between those performances. So right now, the Eagles have a long season ahead of them with Jalen Hurts. you got to make sure that he's your guy because if not, you got to make a move very, very soon. Um, the Eagles did make a move pretty recently. They signed Joe Flacco to a one-year deal, um, $3.5 guaranteed. I know a lot of people were pretty upset with how much money that was, but th- I think it's fine. Um, you need a capable friend or a capable quarterback behind Jalen Hurts that can not only play. Um, he was kind of up and down with the Jets last year. He had to play quite a bit. He had one really good game. I think it was against the Patriots, and then after that, he just did not look good at all. Um, so he's 37 years old, I believe. He can still play the game of football. That's what he expressed in his press conference. He's not coming in here to start or turn heads. He just wants to show people at his value and that he can continue to play the fo- game of football at his age, at his skill level, which is awesome. Sounds exactly like something Josh McCann would say, and we saw the value that he gave uh, Carson Wentz back in 2019. So Joe Flacco comes in as a mentor for Jalen Hurts as well as somebody um, who can step in if need be. However, right now the Eagles only have two quarterbacks roster. That's Jalen Hurts and Joe Flacco. They need to make a move elsewhere. So if the Eagles draft a quarterback, which they will, I would imagine they're going to be selecting a quarterback with their selections in either round five, six, or seven. Um, They do have a fourth-round pick that might be within range to take a quarterback, but... Um, who knows? So right now, the Eagles are definitely going to be out of range to select someone like Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones even. I think that's just not a good fit there at number 12. So they're going to be selecting a quarterback later in the draft. Um, names that could come up, Ian Book, Notre Dame, Kyle Trask, Florida, and uh, Kellen Mund is from Texas A&M. So there are options for the Eagles to take later in the draft, um, capable quarterbacks, because right now, like I said, Eagles are unsure about Jalen Hurts, and just in general, you need to fill out the depth chart of quarterbacks. You can't just have a second-year quarterback that your team is not sold on, a 37-year-old quarterback who can't play a full season, and then nobody after that. Maybe some camp bodies um, who are going to make the practice squad. Your third quarterback on the team is generally always a younger player, developmental, the Eagles have done it before. They just did it with Clayton Thorson a few years ago. Nobody had a problem with it. He did play very poorly in training camp and preseason. So there was a problem then. But when he was selected, it was like, okay, whatever. It's just a quarterback. Um, he's just going to be the backup. So that's generally what the Eagles are going to be doing again this year. So maybe it's somebody that maybe we could run into a similar situation. Um, Jalen Hurts doesn't perform well. Eagles draft someone like Ian Book. He comes in and completely blows up and now Jalen Hurts is off the team wouldn't be an ideal situation for the Eagles kind of want to get away from that have some stability at quarterback however anything's possible we saw that in 2020 now before we wrap up this podcast I have one more take on Jalen Hurts to give you guys but before I do so this tournament season take care of your hair and holes with the best tools for the job we're talking about our sponsors Manscaped the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe When the clock winds down in March, be clutch and avoid the upset with the Manscaped Performance Package to keep all your hair and holes trimmed. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today with 20% off and free shipping by going to manscaped.com and using code PHL for our exclusive offer. Your bracket isn't supposed to be perfect, but with Manscaped Performance Package, you can be confident that your nose, ear, and ball pubes are. Manscaped is an awesome 
awesome addition to your bathroom game, your hygiene game. Um, you can use it for gifts or just yourself. I would highly, highly recommend it. Definitely enjoy having my partnership here with Manscaped. The Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and number one overall seed this season. Included in this package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. It provides skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This amazing bundle also includes the Lawnmower 3.0, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. It checks every box for a Final Four run. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine and keep you fresh, ready for anything. Get the performance package now to receive two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Talk about comfort. Their boxers are my favorite. Another favorite of mine is their Crop Mop Wipes, cool and refreshing butt, ball, and body wipes for peak male hygiene and extra care for when it matters most. Manscaped has also partnered with the GOAT, Alex Caruso, and the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as we are part of the We Save Balls initiative. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHL at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy during the dance. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code PHL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code PHL. When things get hairy, make sure you call on Manscaped in clutch time. All right, we're going to wrap up the podcast now, but one last note I have on Jalen Hurts. So right now, a lot of people are looking at Jalen Hurts. Is he the franchise quarterback or not? That is a very fair question because Jalen Hurts was never drafted to be the franchise quarterback for the Eagles. So when Jalen Hurts was drafted, Carson Wentz was still on the roster, obviously. He was coming off of one of the best uh, stretches in his entire career. Those last four games of the 2019 season were very, very impressive. Did not hold the Eagles back from drafting a quarterback. They end up taking Jalen Hurts, and his purpose was, because the Eagles understood Carson Wentz's injury history, his purpose with the, t- with the team was to fill in when Carson Wentz went down, have someone capable, like Nick Foles did, to make a run for the playoffs and help the team win whenever their quarterback was down with an injury because Carson Wentz did suffer injuries three years in a row. And they, you know, one year worked out, but the other two years they exited the playoffs because Carson Wentz was not able to continue for them. So that was their envision. They wanted a cheap, reliable quarterback for Carson Wentz when he was injured. Then all of a sudden Jalen Hurts came in and he just impressed them. He never handled himself like a backup quarterback. He always walked around the room like he was the quarterback one in the meetings and practices. They really got to Carson Wentz. So although it is very impressive, the strides that he made as a quarterback with his team and, you know, caused them to trade Carson Wentz and caused Carson Wentz to be so unsure about his future with the team, there is still a question mark with Jalen Hurts because he was not drafted to be that franchise guy. His role was help out when need be, put on some good stuff on film, and then in year three or year four, hopefully flip him for a first-round pick or even more. 
um, because he's going to be important for another team. Now the Eagles have him as their franchise quarterback, or not their franchise quarterback, their starting quarterback with a team in 2021. It is okay to be unsure about Jalen Hurts. He wasn't drafted to put him into this situation, but I think if there's any man that's capable of this job, it's Jalen Hurts. He's ready to step up, prove a lot of people wrong. A lot of people are doubting him. He's working out with one of the greatest quarterback coaches of all time, Quincy Avery, and uh, he's ready to get to work. So I'm excited what Jalen Hurts has to bring. I know this is a different kind of positional review. We didn't talk a lot about draft prospects or um, give you an in-depth look at Jalen Hurts because this is a very unique position right now. It's kind of going to be trial and error in 2021, but Jalen Hurts is ready to step up to the challenge. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, all the different takes on the draft. Jalen Hurts um, provides some insight with trading back as well. So hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, please feel free to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave a review. It helps me a lot. helps you guys a lot. Get some more good content out for you. Make sure you let me know if you're enjoying the podcast with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on social media, Birds Banter on Twitter, Birds Banter PHL on Instagram, and I'll catch you next week with another episode. Go Birds.